You don't have to identify with Buddhism, or any religion for that matter, to benefit from the practice of taking refuge. Hi, this is Christy Bates of Oxford, Mississippi. Welcome to episode 89 of the Deep South Dharma podcast, being released Sunday, October 18th, 2020. The title of our discussion this week is How Do We Keep Going? And it's a look specifically at the spiritual practice of taking refuge and how we can use that to give ourselves a sense of structure in times of chaos. With that in mind, I also want to remind you that you are always invited to join us live um, either on Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Time or on Wednesdays from 11.30 a.m. to 12 noon Central Time. Now, the differences between these two meetings, uh, one is that it is a gathering of the Deep South Dharma Meditation Group, and we actually um, we actually formally take refuge together. There is that specific Buddhist component. And then the practice on Wednesday It's just sort of a midweek meditation is what we call it. And it's an opportunity to hop on. I will lead you in 20 minutes of practice. The practice is different every week in some way. Um, Of course, every time you sit down to practice, it's going to be a little different. But um, this is an opportunity to just sort of have a midday, midweek refresher. And we practice for 20 minutes and we're usually actually done before noon so that then you can grab some lunch before you have to get back to work or homeschooling or whatever it is you're doing these days. So to join us, find the links to those groups at deepsouthdharma.org. You can scroll down and find those. And please know that you are welcome to join us at either or both of these gatherings. Today's topic, how do we keep going, was inspired by a question I saw on a website. It was sort of a, a place where people can throw in, throw in their questions and various practitioners, teachers, healers, that sort of thing, have the chance to answer those questions. And someone asked the question that could be, shortened and paraphrased as, how do I keep going in the midst of a pandemic? And the response that comes to mind, and I am not being flip when I say this, we keep going now in the same way we always keep going. Because of course, some of us may be feeling a particular sense of living through chaos right now, or a particular sense of 
uncertainty or unsettledness. But the fact is, is that that is always the case for somebody somewhere. There's never been a time where all of the world's people could enjoy a sense of security and certainty and peace. And so sometimes as an individual, at the end of a hard day, it can be helpful to keep in mind, okay, well, <laughs> my portion of suffering was, was bigger today than usual, right? And for some of us as a people, some of us as a nation, some of us as particular socioeconomic situations, there may be more suffering than usual. But the fact is, is that we're just getting a taste of what many people in the world live with all the time, living very close to the bone, living day after day, not knowing from one day to the next what to expect. And the truth is, none of us really know. Some of us enjoy, um, if enjoy is the right word, some of us usually enjoy more of a sense of security, a sense of having a cushion in the world. But the fact is, is that the way that we keep going through a hard time like this is the same way that people have found for millennia. And one of the ways that I specifically want to highlight today is this practice of taking refuge. Now, you don't have to identify with Buddhism or any religion for that matter to benefit from the practice of taking refuge. In Buddhism, there's this idea, of course, of uh, not just an idea, a practice of taking refuge in the Buddha, right, in, in the one who is awake, in the Dharma, the teachings of that one who is awake, Dharma also referring to reality, to the way things are, and to the Sangha, those who are on the path of awakening and in the process of awakening. But this same framework can be useful to you even if Buddhism is not your background or if Buddhism isn't particularly interesting to you right now. It's really helpful to think in terms of a three-legged stool, right? Of refuge as a three-legged stool that provides you some stability that sort of allows you to sort of sit securely and not get carried away in the rapids. And so your three-legged stool, for some it's Buddha, Dharma, Sangha. For you, it may be establishing a commitment to particular value or values, right? So in Buddhism, there's this value put on being awake, right? Seeing clearly, that's the value. That is why the Buddha, the one who is awake, is the first refuge mentioned, right? But for you, that value may be a particular quality, that you want to develop during this uncertain time. It may be one of my daughters has a t-shirt that says uh, kindness over everything. 
Um, and what I love about that is it really matches, um, in my view, the way that she treats people, the way that she navigates situations. It's really clear that that is her, that is her refuge. That is her orienting value is kindness over everything, no matter what the situation, no matter how awkward, how inconvenient, whatever. And so for the other two legs of your three-legged stool, you have your value that you choose to commit to. And then the second leg is the intentional study and practice of that value. So when you're interested in cultivating something and strengthening a value, you actually spend time in contemplation about it, um, experiencing it, practicing it in some way, reading about it, um, asking others, you know, learning from others who exhibit those qualities, which leads us to our third leg of our three-legged stool of refuge, which is knitting yourself into a community of other people who care about that value. This is partly for the purpose of having people to learn from, having people you can pass along, uh, where you can pass along your knowledge, because that, that strengthens, nothing strengthens your own growth in a value like sharing it with another person. There's just really no substitute for that. So, so here's this structure this orienting focus. And you'll notice that it's not about sort of easy, positive thinking. It's not about pretending things don't feel chaotic or pretending that your life is normal. It's none of that. It is determining what it is that you want to be focused on, spending some amount of time whether each day or each week, your own circumstances, you'll have to balance that out for yourself. Whether it's a couple of hours a week or a couple of hours a day or several days a week, um, practicing, studying, and then availing yourself of opportunities to connect with other people. Now, connecting with other people, of course, we're all working on doing that in ways that are physically safe safe in terms of our physical health, but, you know, where possible, we, we might walk and talk with a friend. We might walk and talk 50 miles away from a friend, both of us on our phones. We might visit with people on Zoom. We might gather with people in meetings or um, communities or sanghas or meditation groups or just, you know, book clubs, interest groups. But also that experience of fellowship can also come from the listening to things like this, um, reading books by people that also share your values. Now, none of what I'm saying here is rocket science. And one of the things I appreciate so much about the Dharma is that when it's laid out pretty plainly, it is 
one can see for yourself, oh yes, this makes sense. But it's one of those things that even though it sounds very elementary when you say it, it's really useful to be intentional about it, to give yourself that sense of, of a rudder um, in a tumultuous time. Now, one other thing I want to mention on this topic is when I talk about choosing a value, you know, you, you may be aware of several core values. And what I want to suggest is that it may be that you can spend some time in contemplation, journaling, discussion to sort of drill down, okay, is there a root value that that your core values share? And, and maybe then look at your commitment in terms of that root value. Or if there are several values, then what you may want to do is be sort of methodical about taking one value for a week or a month or maybe for a whole year and saying, okay, this is what I'm studying and practicing. This is my orienting value for this time. In the Buddhist tradition, some of you that have been listening for a while to this podcast may remember that we talked about the parami before. The um, Another way of putting that is the 10 perfections or the 10 qualities of a beautiful human being. So um, in that list, um, there are 10, at least in the uh, Theravada tradition, it is fleshed out as 10 qualities that... Um, that one can develop. And so you may just want to take up one at a time and allow yourself to utilize that as your steadying influence during the time, during whatever amount of time you choose. And you may want to experiment at first with a week at a time. If you find that interesting and useful, you may want to deepen it a little further to do a month at a time however it is that it, that it works for you. But what you'll notice from that, I find, that what you'll come to notice from that is that your fear of the future lessens considerably when you have enough connection right now to yourself and what you care about and to others who, with whom you can share that sense of community. Taking refuge in this way brings you fully into the present in the sense that it's not that you're not planning things or not remembering things ever. That's not what I mean. But taking refuge as a deliberate practice allows you to live so fully right now that it can help you reduce your fear of the future. And it can help you reduce that feeling during a difficult time, that feeling of, oh my gosh, how long is this going to last? When can it be different? You know, all of that um, waiting, waiting, waiting for the weather to break. So if you like, take up this practice of taking refuge if it's new to you. And I would love to hear from you if you want to share with me how it's going or any questions or discussion you would like to have around that.
Let's just give ourselves a minute to let that settle. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Deep South Dharma Podcast. We hope you'll feel welcome to share this with anyone you think would find it useful. And as always, feel free to message us your feedback, questions, or topics of interest. Until we meet again, take good care of this body, mind, and heart.